Hello everyone, welcome back to the Flower vs. Concrete podcast. I hope everyone is feeling good and I hope we are all doing well. If you have thoughts, ideas, or feedback you'd like to share with me, please don't be shy. If your insight could give me the opportunity for growth within this journey, I'll be sure to take note of it. And before getting into everything, I know I'm like only three to four episodes deep, but I would still like to give thanks to all of you for returning and tuning back in. And I just wanted to put that out there because I really do appreciate it. But getting into the beginning of this episode, I'm sure you're wondering what's with the 1950s classic music for this intro. Um, Not only is this one of my favorite songs, but I simply chose a classic song intro for a classic topic in the health community. Because, you know, today we'll be discussing about depression. Now, no matter how much you know about depression, I'm sure everyone knows about depression and has even heard a thing or two about it. And you know, guys, I felt very drawn to do this topic, not because it's a popular topic in the mental health community, but it's something that I, even myself, have been dealing with for a while now. And perhaps if you know anything at all about depression or even experienced it yourself, you'll know that it comes with the feelings of being heavily fatigued, having trouble concentrating or even remembering certain things, and it can even be accompanied with feelings of numbness, emptiness, and you know, definitely get into more of those symptoms a little bit later on this podcast. But first, I just want to quick share my own feelings about depression and my own experiences with it. It kind of goes a little something like this. So if you can get a picture in your mind right now of you living in your own space, right? Could be a house, could be an apartment or whatever, what have you. It's your kingdom. That's your domain, right? Now, picture you getting a knock on the door. You open it and you realize it's that one toxic friend. You know, better yet, not even a friend, not even an acquaintance, just a toxic familiar face that you try to avoid and been avoiding at all costs, okay? There'll be a scenario where sometimes you are able to leave that toxic person at the door and successfully return to your domain without a problem, unbothered. Cool, right? And then there are some times that toxic person will even barge through the door and invite themselves in your space without a chance of you even giving permission. And then lastly, there are some times of that scenario where that toxic person will even go to the lengths of sneaking in your space, um, unbeknownst to you until you finally realize it and confront them on just what the hell do they think they're doing there. That toxic person for me is depression. And this is an example of what a depressive episode looks like for me. You guys, going through a depressive episode is like getting a daily dose of a smoothie, you know, and I have my own signature depression smoothie. And if you guys don't mind, I'll share with you what's in it. Uh, So let's see, if we're going to start from the top, we should have the main ingredients of two scoops of energy depletion. We have about a third cup of disinterest meter being on high, Uh, a teaspoon of having a hard time concentrating and remembering things. Two shots of sleepless nights because shout out to insomnia. We'll have one cup of desperately trying to find my feelings in order to give myself a sense of normality. And then finally, a dash of numbness and apathy to ask for the last bits of flavoring and even for a little bit of garnishing. Mix all of that in a blender with my daily life routine and I swear the outcome will be physical and mental exhaustion. And with that being said, let's finally get into what depression actually is. Source from lexico.com. 
Depression is a mental condition characterized by feelings of secure despondency and dejection, typically also with feelings of inadequacy and guilt, often accompanied by a lack of energy and disturbance of appetite and sleep. So now since we know what depression is, let's uncover symptoms and signs of whether you or someone else is going through depression. So the physical signs of depression are lack of energy or being tired all the time, restlessness or agitation, um, difficulty sleeping, a poor appetite leading to weight gain or weight loss, uh, excessive smoking and drinking more than usual. We have a lack of interest in sex or any other activities that they'd usually enjoy, um, explained, unexplained pains of aches and self-harming and self-harming thoughts. Okay, getting into the emotional signs, we have feeling sad and crying frequently. Uh, the next one is hardly to any interest in anything at all, referring back to, you know, the things that they love to do the most. Um, then we have feeling anxious frequently, difficulty in focusing and remembering. Then we have the inability to make decisions, uh, coupled with lowered self-esteem, withdrawing from family and friends, which is a very common one. We have feeling helpless and guilty all the time, even when things aren't their fault. And as per usual, there may or may not be more signs that I haven't listed that is linked to depression. And I know seeking out or assessing symptoms in others isn't always as simple as it could be, but it doesn't mean that we should turn a blind eye. So without further ado, as always, I do my best not to only uncover issues of a topic, but also try to provide healthy solutions as well, which we'll be transitioning into the steps of recovery and preventative measures to take to help reduce if not eliminate periods of depression. So the first thing on a road to recovery is a person has to identify that they do in fact have some symptoms of having depression. And then the second step is that they would do uh, so what they would do is take action or to get some help. So a thing you could do is make a doctor's appointment or appointment with a healthcare professional to set an assessment for you to get a proper diagnosis. Then if able, ask to get a diagnosis for a specific type of depression. So I've researched there's in fact multiple types, whether it be major or clinical depression, uh, dysthemia, and postpartum depression if pregnant. Then with a healthcare professional, you wanna discuss about different options as far as treatment for depression. The most two common treatments are in fact psychotherapy and the use of medication. Now, I've recently realized that medications as far as treatment for some mental illnesses can be a controversial subject, you know, depending on each individual and what each individual believes. But I mean, my advice is to not only do what makes you comfortable, but do whatever your doctor is advising to be in your best interest as far as your health. Um, I even recently spoke to my significant other about options involving medications to cope with my own depression. You know, I spoke about past meds that I've had, which... Personally, with most of my experiences, they haven't necessarily worked for me or other uh, extra symptoms that would come with it. I mean, those meds were prescribed for my anxiety only, so who's to say the antidepressants aren't, aren't different? So I'll take into consideration of possibly using meds in the future, okay? But anyway, winding down on this topic for I don't want this episode to be too long, I will say that the talk of depression is becoming normalized, which is a good thing. It's really good. However, there are some cases where it's being normalized for the for romanticized reasons. And what I mean by that is I've seen and came across pages on social media like Twitter, 
Tumblr where mental health is showcased as like an aesthetic, you know, and it makes my skin crawl. I personally think it's stupid because it is harmful. You know, my mental health and other people's mental health is not some artsy aesthetic. These issues are very real, uh, very much real to the point of knowing that there are people out there in the world who are battling in the trenches of their own souls, really feeling like they're the bane of their own existence. Okay. Um, with all that being said, if you need help, take action to get help. And if you know someone who's in the need of help, um, be sure to make a safe space for them or bring them to someone who can provide a safe space for them to openly talk about the problems that they are dealing with and helping them with next steps to get medical help and medical treatment. And all right. So everyone, this is all I have for you today. So stay well and stay healthy and I'll catch you next time. I want to let you all know that you can feel free to interact by commenting or even messaging your thoughts and stories in today's topic or whatever you feel like is a topic not talked about enough, and I'll do my best to look into it and provide content. Also, if you have thoughts or feelings about harming yourself, please reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number at 1-800-273-8255. Once again, thanks for tuning in.